Well, hey, open your Bibles to the book of Hebrews. If you don't have a Bible, hopefully you have a phone on you. If you don't have a phone, then I don't know, I'm worried about you. You probably got it taken away from your parents because uh, you did something you weren't supposed to. So maybe share with a neighbor, but grab your phone, grab your Bible, turn to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 is where we're going to be hanging out this evening. And we're going to go ahead and jump right in because we don't have a lot of time and we're going to get right into business, all right? So Hebrews 12 verse 1 says, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, okay, if you, if, if you haven't read the book of Hebrews, the chapter before this, chapter 11, it talks about uh, many great people of faith. All right, it talks about faith, what faith is, and what happened before. And so it talks about all these great fathers like uh, Abraham and Moses and all those people, okay? And it goes through the whole list. And so it's talking about those people. So therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. And let us run. Say run. run. Oh, come on. Say run. There we go, like you guys actually mean it, like you're awake. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, okay? Anytime that I hear the word run, it makes me cringe, okay? I hate to run. In fact, I always hated running, except for when I grew up, I did a lot of sports and stuff. And unless I had a ball in my hand or at my feet playing soccer or something like that, I hated to run. In fact, those things were usually a pretty good distraction or whatever I was trying to do. Running, like it, it kind of didn't exist anymore once I was like focused on really the goal of scoring, all that different stuff. But when it comes to just running for running's sake, just to have fun, all right, that, that is not, not fun to me, okay? Who, who here loves to run? You're like, y'all are weird, okay? That's just really strange. Here, who here is like, you couldn't pay me to run? I hate to run, forget it. All right, I like you people, all right? Let's be friends. So that's me, and in fact, uh, it wasn't until recently that I actually started running a little more, uh, really, because I, I'm starting to find out the older that I get, if I don't run, I just get fat, okay? So I want to make sure that I keep running. So I've actually started to run more, and recently I got like this thing that counts my steps and all this thing, and, but I, I still hate it, all right? But I'm actually slowly starting to enjoy it. But here in Hebrews chapter 12, really what it's relating our Christian faith is to that of running. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, being a Christian is like running in a race? Really, how many of you have heard that before? Being a Christian is like running in a race, all right? Some of you all have kind of heard that, okay? But here, the writer of Hebrews is saying, those of us that follow Christ, we've given our lives to Christ, like Jesus, my life is yours, we begin this race. We're really, we're chasing and following after Christ. And so, here it talks about this race. Well, we're and in, in this race, we are, of course, we're running. We're not walking. We're running. We're like, okay, well, okay, I get it. Well, what does that really mean to run? What does it mean to run if we are running for Jesus? What in the world does that really mean in my practical day life? Like, okay, John, go run for Jesus. Like, okay, like, do I actually, do I have to join the track team? Do I have to join a sport? Like, no. Really, basically, write this down. If you're not taking notes, I encourage you to take notes. Pull out your phone. Put it on airplane mode and then push notes tab, all right? Or maybe you can actually do old school, like actual pen and paper. Those still exist, all right? We still kill trees for that sort of stuff. So take notes, but running basically looks like this. Three things that running looks like for us as Christians. One, running is obedience 
to Jesus Christ. Obedience to Jesus Christ. Two is holiness. Being holy for Jesus Christ. Or I should say like Jesus Christ. Being holy like Jesus. So what's the first one? You guys paying attention? You all taking notes? Obedience to Jesus Christ. Being holy like who? Jesus. Jesus, Sunday school answer. It worked for you. And three, loving like Jesus loves. If we do those three things, we're going to be running pretty hard in this thing called the Christian race, falling after Christ. So those three things. That's really kind of what running looks like. And all those things encompass really into knowing Jesus. All those things are encompassed into really knowing who Jesus is and learning more about him and pursuing him. Because remember, we've gave, given Jesus Christ our lives, and so now we're following after him and not ourselves. And some of you tonight are being distracted, and you need to stop messing around with other people. Quit distracting other people, okay? Distractions. I think there's a lot of distractions that we can deal with. In fact, uh, if we look in Hebrews 12 here, it talks about, let us run with endurance. What does endurance mean? Endurance means what? Like continuing when things are tough, right? When there's obstacles in your way, when there's distractions in your way, you continue. So why would we need, why would we need to run with endurance? Why would we need endurance? Okay, because endurance really is continuing when things get tough. Let me tell you what, running is hard, amen? Those of you that said you hated running, running is hard. That's one of the reasons why I hate to run because it's not pleasurable, because it's so hard. And the Christian faith is similar. It is not always easy. The Christian faith, a lot of times, is super hard. It's extremely hard. And that's why we need endurance to run this race. That's why we need endurance. And a lot of times, these things that kind of distract us, these things that slow us down, these things that get in our way that we need endurance to overcome, Like, how do we deal with those things? How do we deal with those things? Because look, it says, continue to to look here, all right? It says, let's read verse one again. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run, again, with endurance. Say, run with endurance. endurance. Oh, come on. You guys are better than that. Run with endurance. There we go. You guys are awake. The race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. A lot of times, those of us that are, are running, we're running in the Christian faith, all right? And all of a sudden, we're looking to Jesus, all right? We're like, yeah, I'm Jesus, I'm following you. I'm looking to you. I'm running. I'm doing the things. I'm trying to be holy. I'm trying to love like you, Jesus. I'm trying to be obedient to you, what your word says. I'm st- spending time with you and your word. I'm spending time in prayer. I'm doing all these different things. I'm trying to invite people to live. I'm trying to tell people about Jesus. All this different stuff. We're running. All of a sudden, we're like, oh, squirrel. You know, and we get, we get distracted by all these different things. I'm so ADHD, ADD, all the different D, A, A, B, C, D, E, F, Gs, all right, that I get distracted very easily, and it's easy for us. But so many times when it comes to distractions, I'm talking about sin, the things that distract us, things that we want to take our eyes off Jesus and kind of do what we want to do. Because remember, this thing called the, the race that we're in is, is difficult. It's super difficult. And so we get distracted by these sins, these things that we want to do, and all of a sudden we just kind of give up. We're like, well, maybe it's not so worth it anymore. Just kind of give up. We're like, oh, forget this. I'm going to stop running. I'm going to eat that Twinkie over there. All right? I think about that because I'm fat and I like food, okay? Don't judge me. So 
a lot of times we take our eyes off and we, we do these things and we, we don't really try that hard not to give in to sin because we really don't think that's, it's that big of a deal. If we look in verse, look down here in verse 3 and 4, it says, consider him who endured from sin. Okay, that, that's Jesus he's talking about. Consider him who endured from sin, sinner such hostility against himself that, so that you may not grow weary or faint-hearted. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. That's pretty strong terminology. So it's saying Jesus, okay, he endured the cross to the point of shedding his blood. He didn't have to do that, but he ran that race. And for some of us, we just give up so easily, like, oh, distraction, oh, hurdle, like, oh, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and give in to that sin. Because we think that it's not that big of a deal. Where's Clay at? Clay, where are you at? Come up here, man. Come up here. I first met Clay. All right, I came from the West Campus. All right, forgive me. I finally made it to the better campus, all right? So I met Clay originally at a uh, our Man Up. Was that what it was called? Man Up thing, okay? And this kid, how much, you weighed like 30 pounds less, and that was like a year ago, okay? This kid, man, we had like these manly competitions, and he... He's a, he was like a boss at it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this little guy, man, he's like, he's outperforming like our big strong guys at West Campus. Anyways, not to brag on too much, you get a big head, all right? You get distracted. But uh, a lot of times, I think for, for us in the Christian faith, we're like, okay, I'm going to run. And this little distraction, it's not that big of a deal. No one's going to notice. It's not really going to, you know, put me behind. I'm just going to do this one little sin, right? And so it's not that big a deal because, Clay here, you're a super Christian, right? So you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to, you know, do a little, I'm going to cheat on that final because I got to pass, and if I don't pass, then I got to do summer school, can't go to BR, like, can't have that happen, okay, so I'm just going to, you know, cheat on this test. No big deal. I can handle it, okay? There you go. No big deal, right? Try to break it. Oh, come on now. Hold on. I didn't do, see, no big deal, right? He could handle that. Just one sin, Right? Okay, but then what he doesn't know is that one sin, one distraction, he's already stopped running. The momentum stopped, all right? He, maybe one sin always leads to the next, all right? So he, he lied on that, all right? Maybe all of a sudden his mom asked him, hey, how'd the test go? Like, oh, it's great. Like, I studied super hard. He didn't study at all, okay? He just cheated off his neighbor. He's like, yeah, I studied super hard, and I think I aced it, okay? A little lie, okay? There he goes. Then, you know, maybe, all right, someone else, another super Christian, they're like, okay, well, that's just, it's just one party, right? This is one party, so, you know, this is not a, that big of a deal. Uh, so I'll just go to that one party. And then, you know, maybe it's just one beer. One beer, that's it? Not that big of a deal? Okay, maybe I'll just try this once. I'll just try smoking once. Or not that big of a deal. Like, I can handle it. That's it. Okay, you, you okay, man? You comfortable? Okay, you're starting to sweat. So, and then, and then maybe it's like, well, it's just, everyone's doing it. I'll, I'll try pot once. Like, I'll just be once, and then I'll, I'll get back. You know, I'll, I'll just, this will be the last time that I do it. This will be maybe the last time that I, you know, look at porn. Or this will be the last time that I maybe start a lie about someone that I don't like. You know, may, maybe this is the last time that I'll, you know, cheat on that, chest, that test. Maybe that's the last time I'll send a text or a private message to someone that I shouldn't be sending it to. You know, we, we lie to ourselves and we say, okay, this is this one time and then it won't happen again. Okay, and then <clears throat> that'll be it. One time, and then I'll start running my race again, all right? We start, we start doing these things over and over, and one thing leads to the next, and before you know it, okay, you are all tied up. 
You are all tied up. Look at you. All right? Man. And he is entangled with sin. He is entangled with sin. Here we go. Let me see. You are not tied up enough, man. Come on. Here we go. You've been sinning a lot lately, okay? You've been sinning and sinning, and one sin leads to the next, and it just tangles you up. Tangles you up. I like those socks, man. Those are nice. Where'd you get those from? Okay, so that's probably enough for now, right? You think you can think you can get out of that? Hold on. So, there we go. In fact, maybe he does something really bad, okay? Or maybe what these one things actually I brought some weights. All right, because this, this stuff is starting to weigh you down. Here, hold that. Okay, so now he's starting to get, you, you comfortable? Yeah. Yeah, you are? You're like, go to school like that? <coughs> Excuse me. So now, Clay, this is what I want you to do. Go run for Jesus, man. Go run for Jesus. <laughs> All right, don't trip down the stairs now. Come back, come, run for Jesus, man, come on. Run for Jesus. All right, I just want you to stay right there. Hang out. All right, just hold that. Hold that for a while, okay? Just stay there. So, but this is what happens because we give in to these different stuff. And let's, let's look what it says. It says, lay aside every weight and sin which so closely clings to you. Do you think that he can run well like that? But sometimes we give in to these different distractions that are going to pull us down this sin that we think, okay, it's not that big of a deal. It's just one thing. But one thing always leads to the next, and it'll weigh you down, and it'll end up destroying you. Sin always leads you where you don't want to go, and always brings you down to where it will destroy you. And there's so many different things that we have to deal with. We say, well, well John, how do, I, how do I get rid of this? How do I get rid of this sin? Like, Because some of us, when we're there, we get so bogged down with the sin and so bogged down with the guilt, well, God can't use us anymore. We lose our joy. We lose our passion for Christ. We can't follow after Him. All we can look at is ourself, our guilt, and our shame, and nothing else. Nothing else. So how is it possible? Let's look again. It says, what are we to do with the weight that we have, the sin? What does it say? Lay it aside, right? A lot of times we do things because we think that we're going to get away with it because there's no consequences. But let me tell you guys, there's always a consequence for the things that we do. The little white lies, I mean, that we think, okay, it's not that big of a deal. There's always a consequence. And little by little, it'll tie us up and weigh us down and make us ineffective for Christ. There's always a consequence. And how do you deal with these things? One of the things is you bring it to light, okay? That's the first thing. You bring it to light, and that looks like telling Jesus about it. And really, some of you need to tell someone else about it. Telling Jesus and telling someone else. The second thing, you need to cut it off. All right, how you doing over there? You doing all right? 35s, man, that's pretty good. We're working out, okay. So, but really, the main thing that we need to do, guys, listen, listen. And when you take your eyes off Jesus, because you start to think that maybe something else is better than running the race, because it's hard to run the race sometimes. I get it. It's tough. And sin is always easier in the moment. But when we put our eyes back on Jesus, that's really when He can set us free. 
We allow him to, to take our sin and he cuts it away and we turn from it and put our eyes back on Christ. Verse 2 says, looking to Jesus, the founder, the person who started our faith and the person that's going to finish our faith. Fourthly, how is it impossible? Or how it is possible? All right, is that it, it goes on. I encourage you, we don't have time tonight, but I encourage you to keep reading Hebrews chapter 12. It talks about how Jesus despised the shame and continued and he endured that he is our example. And since Jesus Christ did it, guys, since Jesus Christ did it, we can do it as well. Because remember, it doesn't rely on ourselves. And so many times Christians try to run with endurance that is from only inside of them. They try to do with them and they try to be good, but you can't because you're going to be distracted because you're relying on your own flesh and then you're going to turn away. You can't do it with yourself. You can't do it with your own endurance. You can't do it with your own strength. You have to do it. You have to receive it from Jesus Christ. And the way that you do that is you stay focused on Him. And He will give you the energy. He will give you the strength to say no to temptation. He will give you the energy and the strength to not give in to those things if you seek Him and not your own desire. Some of you guys are so tied up in your sin, you don't even realize it. And you know, the only person that you think knows is yourself. But God knows. And trust me, other people are going to start to see because, go ahead, start to run for Jesus again. All right, it's going to be obvious because there's going to be fruit in your life. It's going to be obvious that you're, you're not really running for Christ like you should be. I said, no, you just, you just hang out. You just hang out, man. How you doing over there? You, you can do some shrugs, man. There you go. You, you need to bulk up a little bit. So, so there he is. There you are as a Christian. And there's stuff that's weighing you down. And you need to be set free. Some of you are waiting. You're like, I'm not, I'm not going to deal with this until beach retreat. Some of you are waiting until beach retreat to take care of stuff. You need to take care of stuff tonight. You need to deal with it. All right? You need to cut away these bonds. You need to set the weight down. Let Jesus deal with it. You need to bring it into the light. You can put it down. All right. All right, here we go. Oh, sorry, man. Here we go. You need to cut away the bonds that are holding you. Give it up for Clay, guys. Thanks, Clay. You have a seat. Man, I should have got like 55s, man. This guy. All right. But some of you, seriously, you're, you're in bondage and you know it. And you've been giving into this stuff that's been weighing you down. And you need to give it to Christ. And tonight I want to give you an opportunity to give it to Christ. I want to give you an opportunity. Because some of you have never fully, truly experienced the freedom that, it, that you ha can have in Jesus Christ. All you know is bondage. All you know is being tied by, down by sin. All you know is the only thing that you can give into is sin. You don't know how to not give into sin. I'll tell you what, you can't figure that out on your own because that's going to be a life of death and not freedom. And I want to give you an opportunity to have a life of freedom. So if you bow your head, close your eyes real quick, I want to give you that opportunity. Tonight you're like, man, John, I I'm that person. I'm, I'm in bondage. I've never really given my life to Jesus. I don't know if I've really started that race to follow after Christ. I want to give you that opportunity. Jesus Christ loves you. He wants you to have freedom. He endured the cross so that you didn't have to. He endured the cross so that you don't have to. You don't have to bear that sin. He bore it for you on the cross. All that you need to do is to give it to Him. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to give it to Him. 
And that looks like you giving him your life. You give him, giving him your junk. You give him your sin. Jesus, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Just say this prayer to yourself, okay? Say it to, don't say it to yourself. Say it to Jesus quietly in your heart. If you want a relationship with Jesus, you want to start the race following after him. Say, Lord Jesus, I've been doing things my own way. I'm sorry. Forgive me for all my junk. I don't know how to deal with it, God. I can't deal with it. I give it to you. You take it. Lord, I give you my life. Best way I know how, I give you my life. I want to follow you. I want to do what you say. Make me clean from the inside out. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, that's the most exciting thing that you can ever do, and I just want to celebrate with you. We want to know who you are. We want to help you. We're not going to embarrass you. We want to celebrate with you. And so if you did that for the first time, or maybe the first time you really meant it or understood it, when you go ahead and raise your hand right where you are, no one's looking, go ahead and raise your hand right up. Yep, I see you. Yep. Who else? Who else? Put your hand up. It's like, yeah, I'm following Jesus now. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you to do something even a little more crazy. All right, I see all y'all. Go ahead and stand up from where you are. Everyone's still looking down. Go ahead and stand up. I'm going to have you. Go ahead. I see you guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Go ahead. You girls enter in the middle. Go ahead and stand up. All right, if you want to get a, get a friend to stand up with you, maybe they'll be excited for you. Okay, that'd be awesome. I'm going to have you go to my friend Dylan back here. Okay. And we want to talk with you because we want to celebrate because it really is the best decision you can ever make. And we're so pumped for y'all. Okay? That's awesome. We want to help you stay focused on Christ and have a life of freedom and joy living for Him. So I'm going to have you go back to my friend Dylan. He's raising his hand here in the back. All right? We're going to go ahead and talk to you. Bring a friend. All right? If you want. Everyone else is still looking down. Awesome. Awesome. For the rest of you, maybe you say, man, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ, but I've been distracted. If you look in the rest of this passage, it talks about how Jesus disciplines those who he loves. And maybe God's trying to discipline you. Maybe he's trying to get your attention tonight. Because maybe you've been off track. You've been given into these little sins because you don't think that it's going to be that big of a deal. You can get away with them. But let me tell you what, they always come up and they always weigh you down. And the more they weigh you down, the more that will increase. And that's not what God desires for you. Don't wait to take care of those small things. It's never worth it. Give it to Christ. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that, okay? But if that's you, with heads bowed, eyes closed, I just want you to raise your hand real quick so that I can pray for you guys. All right? So I know who you are. Yeah. Absolutely. Hands going up all over the place. Okay? Go ahead and spend a little bit of time before we go into this next time of worship. Spend time with the Lord. Deal with it tonight. Tell a friend. Tell me, tell one, of, tell one of us here. Don't wait. Jesus wants to give you freedom in this walk. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this time that we can dive into your word. Lord, thank you that you desire to give us freedom in you, that it is possible. And Lord, that you have done the ultimate example to show us that, God. Thank you that you give us yourself because you know we can't do it ourselves. Lord, we give you this time of worship. We give you our lives. Lord, thank you again for the price that you pray, paid for us. Lord, help us help these students, God, as they transition into the summer. 
not to give in to temptation, not to give in to distractions. Lord, we love you in Jesus' name. Amen.